Hi, Sansa. Thank you so much for coming on today. We're super excited to get to know you. I would love if you could introduce yourself. Thank you for having me. My name is Santa Molina Marshall. I'm a holistic clinical social worker, yoga teacher, many other things that I do, but I am an an expert on dealing with issues of trauma, anything from car accidents to the unfortunate childhood sexual abuse. And I've just written a book um, just sharing my story. I would would love if you could tell us what your book's about. Yeah, my book, and I'll just show you a copy. It's Running Through Darkness, a memoir of a spiritual warrior. And it's actually a memoir. It's my story from early age five through adulthood of living in a dysfunctional family, living in a family where there was depression, where there was alcoholism, mental illness, and all kinds of violence, and how I made it out, and how I discovered a healing modality, if I may say, that works for me, and that is the holistic approach to healing, because not, not, any, not everyone needs the same thing. So the book is my journey um, through those years, and also what I discovered, how I discovered that yoga was helpful to me, breathwork was helpful to me. Talk therapy was wonderful um, to be able to really get affirmed and release some of the guilt and shame around being an incest survivor. <clears throat> but it's these modalities, movement, music, right? So that's what running through darkness is, is my story of how I healed um, and what helped in hopes that other survivors um, know that they need to create their own healing journey, find their own way. Um, and so that's what the book is about. What inspired you to write the book? It's a great question. Uh, I've been in the field of social work, mental health for 30 years. And uh, one of my first employments was working at a domestic violence program. And I'll never forget the day a client came in with bruised eye. And I asked her, new in the field, I asked her, so how does your eye feel? Like, how was it for him to punch you? And she looked at me in anger and said, what do you think? It hurt. I was like, oh God, I messed up, right? But something said to me, why, why not ask her to hold her eye and just let her eye talk? So I said, why don't you just comfort your eye, place your hand over your eye and tell me, what would your eye say? And she started sobbing and she started speaking in first person for her eye. It stings, it hurts, it's throbbing. Why would he do that to me? I didn't see it coming. There was a different dialogue and that was the beginning of me understanding that our body holds all of our memories and actually holds the truth. And that's something that can't be verbalized, maybe because it was pre-verbal, maybe because you were in shock. Um, your body will remember. And we just need to make space and time for it. So I have branded what is holistic psychotherapy, which is just a session, an environment where I encourage people to let their body speak, to get up and move, to pray, to sing, to write, and to go to other uh, alternative practitioners as well. Because I know that talk was not enough for me. And I think that talk isn't enough for a lot of us. So that was the inspiration. I also wanted to be able to say, 
I have no shame. Yes, I'm a licensed clinical social worker with a lot of other degrees, but I have no shame. It was not my fault that I ended up being sexually abused and born in a very dysfunctional family. And so I want others to know that we don't have to hold that shame. We do have the right, the power to change the next generation by healing ourselves. That's our responsibility, but not the event. I wanted other mental health practitioners to know that for themselves, if they are survivors, but also to know that for their client, right? To know different approaches and different things to offer a survivor of trauma. And so this is my next healing space. My next healing space is saying, guess what? There is no shame. Here it is. It's all in this book. And we don't have to be shameful. Yeah. When you were writing the book, who were you thinking of when it comes to as far as who your book's for? Uh, several different groups. It's, it's for survivors of trauma, survivors of sexual abuse. It's for the practitioner that has never experienced abuse and may not really capture the impact um, I think that's pretty much it. It was for the survivors and for the professionals. Yeah, that's who was on my mind. How long have you been writing? This is my first book ever, and it just came out uh, May of 2022. Um, I started off thinking that I could just bring tons of journals into one one product, one word document, and call it a book. Um, so that took years, years and years and years of journaling when I didn't know it would be a book, right? But how long did it take? It probably took about four years sitting with a writing coach who helped me organize it. And for anybody who's thinking about writing a book that will be published, I'll share the one thing Maxine Claire shared with me. She said, this is beautiful work. You do have a book here. And this is a journey of a spiritual warrior. But you need to write from the scars and not the wounds. There's a lot of wounds in, in these journals. And if you want to offer it to the public, we need to figure out what was the healing and what do you want to offer. So writing from the scars and not the wound is what I would say to anyone who wants to write something to publish. I love that. What made you sit down and start to write the book? Uh, being in a phase in my life where I have done so much work with individuals, with groups, I'm a renowned speaker, um, because I'm part of a coalition of sexual assault organizations throughout the country. And they trust me and they know that I didn't have to have a book for them to believe in what I was bringing right? But the book was the next step. People say to me, so what, what about you now as a survivor? And so I believe in 12-step programs where they say you have to give it away. That is the next step. So this book was my, is my next step in saying, this is what I have to offer now, is that it is possible. I have to offer hope. I have to offer a pathway, a way into and return to our innate being, which is whole, right? Um, it's the next step in my healing journey. 
Mm -hmm. I love that. What is your schedule like when you're writing? What's my schedule like when I'm writing? Um, I met with my writing coach once a week for two hours a week. Um, The beautiful thing about working with a coach is that in sitting with them, and I'm not promoting coaches, I'm not a writing coach, but this is really what worked. Uh, In sitting with her, we dialogued. And sister was writing with pencil, older woman. She was writing with pencil. And then she would give me her, her legal pad papers and say, here, take this home and write at least 15 minutes a day. Bring this together and send it to me. And that was the journey. So it was two hours a week sitting with Maxine and at least an hour throughout the week of working with what was now um, the notes, the dialogue, right? It was really helpful. I also had another coach who had me recording, like just talk, she would say, just talk out the story. And then you can work on the grammar and the punctuation and where to place what. Then you can make the book. Right. So for me, it was really turning all those thoughts into words and finding words that are inspiring, finding words that were the message that I wanted to relate. It's not a novel. You know, it's not a mystery, gory story. It's, it's a journey of healing. So bringing that together with ebb and flows. I learned about ebb and flows. Right. Um, yeah, it was a wonderful experience, but that's how long it took me. When you were writing, did you have anything that you needed in your space to keep you focused? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I needed solitude. I needed solitude. And for me, another thing that I uh, promote in this healing journey of holistic healing is space. So I look around, you know, was my space. My space needed to be quiet. I had music playing always some some music that's inspiring and soft, but not taking me away. Um, live things. The space was important. That when I entered, when I went down to my basement, which was the quiet space, to write, I could look around and be, be in my body, be inspired, be in touch with my truth, my journey. Yeah. So the space was really important. I love that. What is your favorite writing snack or drink? Water. (laughs) Water. Water and more water. (laughs) Because I'll tell you why. Um, I found that in in my journey, I have found that um, there's a lot of addiction in my family. And guess what? I'm an addict as well, unfortunately. And my addiction is food. Um, That's a whole nother story. That's in the book as well right? How we struggle with addictions and some addictions that we don't even realize. So the snacks were distracting. If I had a bowl of popcorn, I was like, I couldn't put the keys, the hands, the fingers on the keys because I was doing this. So I found that water was my my favorite. And of course, if I was writing at night, then we had coffee, (laughs) right? But um, yeah, snacks were not helpful to me, but that's because I have an issue with food. What type of books do you enjoy reading? Books that are um, spiritual in nature, inspiring, stories about people who have overcome, um, novels about metaphysics. Um, Yeah. For a long time, 
and I'm still getting out of it, all I read was about healing and trauma and different aspects of healing and trauma, which was great then, right? Every book on crystals and Reiki and you name it, I read it. But lately, just looking for inspiring stories for me, I need inspiration. Mm -hmm. I love that. Are there any books or authors that inspired you to become a writer? I know this is very, very uh, old, but Leo Buscaglia um, is an author that wrote about love, all forms of love, and how to use love as a way of healing, as a way of bringing peace into our world, because we're not just dysregulated as, as individuals. Our universe is dysregulated. Our world God is so dysregulated. And so I, I read a lot of his book and he was very, very inspiring to me. Yeah. What type of books did you grow up reading? Did you have a favorite book? Remember, I grew up in a very dysfunctional family. That's not to say that dysfunctional families don't read. A lot of children escape in stories. But no, I didn't, um, I didn't do a lot of reading. There wasn't a whole lot of time in my family for quiet space. Um, I grew up with six six siblings, an alcoholic father, a depressed mom. It was just way too chaotic. So no, I can't say that I had any favorite readings that I did. Mm-hmm. How about now as an adult? Do you have a favorite series or author? I can't really say that I have a favorite. Yeah. Still discovering that. <laughs> <laughs> totally fine. It, I have one favorite, but then I find another and I'm like, well, maybe they're my favorite. So <laughs> definitely okay not to have a favorite. <laughs> you know, I can say like, who are my favorite uh, author speakers? Mm-hmm. Deepak Chopra, Dwayne Wire. Again, I don't think that's what you're looking for. Like, what do I read for enjoyment? I read those for inspiration, definitely. Um, I love the little book, The Four Agreements, by, um, what's his name? Ruiz. What's his name? Mm, Miguel. Don Miguel Ruiz. Don Miguel Ruiz. Um, so those are the kind of books that, that I read. I love that. What would you tell someone who's just starting out with reading again? Well, for one thing, and I'm not really, um, I'm not bragging about it, but I read anything and everyone. Um, I also, and, and what I mean by that is that I want to learn. I want to learn. And, and, and books are an entry to other worlds, to other experiences. Um, I also, if I get bored, I put it down. I pick something else up, right? I don't let that um, sway me away from reading, yeah? Or sometimes I'll just take a book and open it up anywhere and say, oh, oh, look at that. Maybe that intrigues me to go back to where I left off, right? Um, read a book from the back forward. I do that too. I want to see what, what's gonna, how is it going to end? And then that brings me an interest, right, to, to read the rest. So that's what I do. That's how I enjoy reading. I love that. That's such an interesting take on it. Mm-hmm. 
On the flip side of that, what would you tell someone just starting to write their own book? Just write. Really just write. One of the things that I found most difficult is that uh, at the beginning, I was trying to write in, in order. Right? Like, what, so what happens next in the story? What happens next? And I learned that that wasn't helpful to me because that forced me to write about something that maybe I wasn't inspired to write about at that time. So to just write, just write, label each sheet like essays. And then you'll find how they connect and what, what order you want to put them in, what makes sense. But writing is, is, an, is an inspiring experience. And if you tell yourself, well, today I have to write about my mother, your body, mind, spirit may not want to do that. So just write. Yeah, the book will come together as you're writing. I love that. What's one thing that people are generally surprised to find out about you? Hmm. I think that um, that I'm an interfaith minister. Somehow that that doesn't come across. <laughs> yeah, that I'm an interfaith minister. That um, that I'm not a religious person, but I practice a lot of spirituality. I think people are also surprised that I'm very in touch with nature. Nature is my medicine. Um, that comes at as, as a surprise. Amazing. Is there anything else you would like to say or add? I want to say that I, I want to remind people that our bodies remember everything, good, bad, and indifferent. And that we need to, or I encourage people to begin to really sit with their body. Because your body will also tell you when it's not feeling safe. Not feeling safe or feeling threatened can be something from the past, remembering, something from the future, anticipating. It's not always a sign that we are being threatened in the moment. And if we are being threatened in the moment, your nervous system is going to take care of you. It's going to go into fight, flight, or freeze and address it. That's what it's intended to do. But if you're not in immediate danger, if after you notice the reaction in your body, heart palpitation, a little sweat, a little tensing, ask yourself, am I in danger? And is it today? Or am I reacting to something in the future? And if it's not today, Know that you can breathe into your body. Know that you can hold something in your hand that feels comforting. Know that there are things, and, and that's just a couple of simple things, but know that there are things that we can do to say to our nervous system, you're safe. And begin to learn how to self-regulate. Because so many of us are out here being triggered, responding in ways that are not, appropriate to the moment right now, um, reinforcing a trauma response, right? So I'm saying, let's be with our body. Let's learn our body. Yeah. When my jaw starts to tighten up, something's happening. And it may not be I'm in immediate danger, right? But I'm remembering something. Something's happening. So how do I, how do I relax my jaw? Because if it remains tense, it continues to send the message, you're in danger. And I'm going to act like I'm in danger. But if I'm not in danger, then I soften it and move it around a little bit. Yeah. And I signal, we're okay, we're safe. Yeah. 
Also, I want to say, don't forget those young parts of us that have hurt, that have suffered. And pay attention to that need as well. Yeah. Healing is possible. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Thank you for sharing that. Where's the best place for readers to find your book? I know a lot of readers love signed copies. Is that an option? And the best place to connect with you? The best place to connect with me would probably be uh, through my website, hpbysanta.net. And there you'll have direct access to where to get the book is basically everywhere, local stores. Amazon is the easiest way to get it. Um, But if you want a signed copy, then go to hpbysanta.net and just send me an email and we will converse. I'm also starting a uh, membership program starting October 1st where we'll have opportunity to meet, to chat, to explore as a group what it's like to take back our power and um, and do whatever we want to do, even publish books. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for being here today. We're so grateful thank that you. you came on. We will be sure to drop links in the chat, uh, or sorry, not the chat, the show notes, guys, so that you'll be able to find everything. And again, thank you so much. You're very welcome. Thank you for the opportunity.